Welcome back to another episode from the dojo. We've got quite an episode for you guys today. Remember, you can find this podcast wherever you get podcasts. That means Spotify, that means Apple Podcasts, and that means YouTube. We've got the Common W on today's slate. We've also got, what is the other one? Common W. Still trying to get my segments down. Cake Report. Cake Report, right. The Common W and the Cake Report towards the end of the show. Um, but I've once again pissed off Twitter, so that's cool. What did you do this time? Um, a pitcher on the Phillies was asked about moving the beer sales to the eighth inning. Oh, I saw that. From the seventh. Um, and here's the thing. Why don't you worry about the Phillies letting up 14 runs a game <laughs> instead of worrying about the beer sales? Because here's my whole thing about it. I get the answer. The question he was answering was that when they originally put the rule in place, it was so the fans had enough time to sober up. But with the addition of the pitch clock, which I want to talk about a little bit, the game goes so fast that if you stopped it in the seventh, like, People are going to be stone cold sober regardless by yeah. the end of the game. Um, which, by the way, the pitch clock, like in person, way too fast. Too fast? Way do. We got, the game was 7 o'clock. We were out of the stadium at 9.30. That's like quicker than an NBA game. Yeah. It's like quicker than a college basketball game. Um, but watching on TV, sick. Love the pitch clock. In person, could be a little bit longer. Like just for like the viewing experience. But the game does move quick, so it's very high octane. It's high speed. It's like watching baseball on like, crack you're like holy shit like this is moving so fast um but no my whole point is this right they don't stop serving you alcohol when you order dessert at dinner it's not on the stadium for you to drink responsibly if you're still getting in a, in a vehicle after even having two beers like you're the problem you're the idiot yeah. because you have uber you can get someone to drive you like there's really no excuse now at this point in time when they made that rule baseball was like still using horse and buggies to get home. So it was like, yeah, no shit. They should probably make them stop because there was no statistics on drunk driving. But now that we have things like Uber, Lyft, Fetty in Dallas, where you can literally get a bus for all your buddies, like the, there's no point in even arguing the rule anymore. Because if you're doing that, like you're the idiot. That's not on the stadium at that point. I mean, like the restaurant can get in trouble for over-serving, but if you're not mature enough to be able to, one, pace yourself, or if you're driving, just be able to say, no, I don't want any beer, then you're the problem. There's nothing to do with when they stop serving. So why was the Phillies player even talking about this? Because I think they asked him a question about it. They're like, what do you think about it? And then he went on like this whole tangent. Interesting. Yeah. So I don't give a fuck what you guys say. <laughs> I mean, there's guys in my DM just being like, we can tell who's going to be an alcoholic ready. It's like, all right, like I really don't drink that much. Like Thursday to Saturday. Yeah. But like other than that, like I'm really not having any beverages. And people are getting pissed at you for this? Yeah, dude. Like some some people are like, yeah, he's kind of right. And then some guy in my DMs like wrote me this whole paragraph and I just responded like, cool. That's kind of soft. Yeah, it was crazy soft, dude. But it's always me, dude. It's always me. Like it's every time I say something, it's always fucking me. But that's why I said it. Because I was like, why don't you just worry about throwing the ball? Like we'll worry about the beer. Like we're <laughs> the fans. Like worry about fucking playing on the field. You know what I mean? Like yeah. not, not to like bounce the ball and shut up like LeBron bit, but like... This isn't like a political stance. This is literally just the stadium being like, oh, the game sped up, so we'll increase when we sell alcohol to one more inning. Like, that's not like a thing to like fucking, but whatever. You know, I'll take the heat. <laughs> Mikey, you ever trying to get canceled out here for paying for the drink? Yeah, dude, if that's cancelable, though, like, I'll see you later, man. That'll be it for me. I'll just ride off into the sunset. But that was your first game going with the p new pitch clock rules. I yeah. haven't gone to a game yet, so I don't know what it's like. You got to go. It's quick. It's two and a half hours. Maybe two hours. If there was... I'll tell you right now, there was three innings where the Royals really extended the inning where they were like on a hit parade. If you take those, if you like slim those down to like a normal baseball game where they maybe get one or two hits an inning, I actually could see a baseball game ending 
in two hours and maybe even under an hour and a half. It was so quick, That's dude. crazy. It was so, so, so quick. I think fastest game so far this year has been 157, 158, no when way. it was like a, yeah, a dueling with uh, with Sandy and I forget who was pitching, but it was like a one nothing game. Yeah. Masterclass by both pitchers ended 158. Yeah, because I because we got there and I totally forgot about the pitch clock and I was like seven o'clock game like what time are we gonna get out like ten eleven yeah. like I'm gonna get home so late and they're like no dude the pitch clock it's like two hour games now it's like what so like that also that also plays into the beer thing like you can't drink I try to do nine beers in nine innings the lines are still as long mm-hmm. so you can't even pound that many drinks like I literally had to switch to a frozen margarita tower because there just happened to be a guy walking around because you couldn't you can't get beer that quick yeah because if you get up. You're missing two innings. Yeah, literally, though. So it's like even that plays into the whole like bit I was just talking about before. Like The game is so quick that unless you were like committing to binge drinking like I was, it would be very hard to get drunk at a baseball game. Yeah. Um, but I did it. Nine <laughs> beers, nine innings. I committed to the bit. Um, people are like, that's soft, that's soft, that's soft. But when they go to a baseball game in this era, I challenge you to try to do it. Why would that be soft? Because you didn't do the hot dogs or what? No, because they're only like, it's nine beers. But it's in, in a two-hour span. Yeah, that's a lot. Like, that's a lot. And people are like, you're so fucking soft. Like, drinking Michelob Ultras. Like, they don't sell fucking Bud Heavies at the game or, like, <laughs> Natty Ices. Like, I don't know what you guys want from me. But, dude, it's, like, two hours trying to drink, like, nine beverages. I'm, like, not a big guy. So, yeah. I was, like, hammered leaving the stadium. But it was it was good, though. It was fun. The Ranger Stadium is unreal. The overhit. They got the, spanked. the uh, roof open or closed? The roof was open. Open. It was a gorgeous night, dude. It was, like, I haven't 68. Been there. I haven't been there when uh, the roof's open. When it's closed... I don't like it that much. It I looks really it. cool with it open, but like when it's closed, it looks like a convention center. Really? Inside, yeah. It felt like corporate. I don't o- know how to describe it. Open roof, I liked it, but there's nothing that I would be like, oh, they had something they're known for at the stadium. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you think about the Marlins Stadium, they have like the pool. When you think about City Field, they have like certain bars. Like there really wasn't anything walking around the stadium. Even the Orioles Stadium, it feels very iconic walking around it. Yeah. There's really nothing where I'd be where I'd go if you're visiting stadiums in America for baseball, the Rangers should be on that yeah, list. No, there's not too much like history involved. Yeah, like, no, there's also nothing like there's there was nothing crazy that they're like known for. They yeah. hit a home run, they like fire a cannon, that was cool. Yeah. But like other than that, there really wasn't anything anything crazy, crazy. But it was cool. A brand new stadium, so everything's like super nice, super yeah. clean. Um the seats have cushions on them. Yeah, they do. I went to a game last That's year. incredible. Yeah. Uh but no, it was cool. It was fun, man. Um did you get your soul sucked last night? Uh, I mean, you didn't watch any of the NBA, I assume. Since you're well, we here. watched the Thunder game in the bar after in Texas Live, and that was crazy. How about that? How about that? I sold Shea Gill just is top ten player in the NBA. Uh, I sold that prize picks entry, huh? Yeah, by a half point on both. Which one? The Valanciunas didn't hit. You didn't take Valanciunas. It wasn't on the board. Oh, we took Ingram assists, which was so dumb. Jeez, how many did he have? Yeah. Seven. Seven, and it was seven and a half, mm-hmm. and SGA had. 32 and it was 32 you can't make that up bro mine soared you can't make that up the DeMar DeRozan revenge game you can't even be mad no I was pissed you can't even be mad I was so mad I wanted overtime so bad Valanciunas was prime Shaq yeah it was air prime Shaq in the first uh, half and then he rolled his ankle which was huge by the way (laughs) huge Uh, but yeah not praying on your downfall but how, how about them thunder uh, electric win last night. I yeah. mean, I was skeptical going into this game. You know, I was a bit concerned how we match up, especially with, you know, Valanciunas in the post and not having, you know, a rebounder. That's what I thought was going to be the difference maker. And, you know, he had, what, 
almost 20 rebounds in that first half, which was absurd, but he did roll his ankle. But it wasn't even like that was the main difference in the game. It was us Ding up. We were making our shots. SGA took over when he needed to take over. He took a step back when he needed to take a step back. Let the other guys, you know, shine for a bit. Lou Dort, legacy game. I was about to say, the one thing I took away from that game is that young core in the Thunder is going to be ridiculous. I think Lou Dort is 24. Shea Gillis is 24. Josh Giddy is like 22. He's 20. 20. Lou Dort had 27 points. Giddy had 29, 10, 10 assists, 9 rebounds. Shea Gillis had 32 points. Like, that's a young core that wins a championship together. Yeah. And it's so and it's so funny because that young core is the complete opposite of Harden, Westbrook, and Durant personality-wise. Yeah. There's not a single ego in that three. Not a single one. Like, they all know their role. They all play their role brilliantly. And all of them are kind of like those silent killers. It's like, they don't really talk a lot of shit. They don't really care about much other than winning. Like, they don't really care that they're in a big market. They're just playing ball. And it showed. I mean, to for those three to have that big of a game... The, that's like a Thunder GM can like step back and be like, whew, yeah, did I mean, my job. Sam Presti woke up this morning so bricked up. And then you had Chet. I'm sure he's going to be really good. Yeah. It look, already looks like he's putting on some weight. Yep. So, I mean, dude, wh- how do you feel, though? You're playoff I'm bound. I'm so hyped. I mean, I'm thinking about this next game in Minnesota. It's going to be air. It's going to be, it's gonna be uh, I don't know, man. It's going to be air, dude. I don't know how we're going to c- contain Gobert, Cat. I mean, the Twin Towers down low. Who do we have to go up against that we just saw what Valanciunas can do mm. you know that's what I'm worried about so but again the Minnesota guard play is so ass that yeah. it's like What's I'd the rather spread there dude I gotta know I'm not sure um check. what was the other game the Bulls mm. how about it Pat Bev in the playing only had three points dude only had three points but he made his presence no, no he's all over the map yeah. he's all over the place I mean the stat sheet doesn't show but you watch that game. He's grabbing crucial rebounds. He's making great defensive stops. No, he's the guy you want, for yeah, sure. He's the guy 100%. you want on the team in terms of like when things are getting out of hand. He's a good like in-the-huddle guy. That too. game was absurd, dude. I cannot believe the Raptors sold that shit. Dude, and I, felt when I was in the car on the way to the Rangers game, and I was with two kids from Chicago. And I was like, I don't know why, dude, but I don't hate the Raptors minus six, but I would never bet it. Because it's way too many points yeah. in a playing game, it feels like. And I would just, I would never bet it. The Lakers were minus seven, and they won by six, and it took overtime. So I would never bet it. But for some reason, I like the Raptors to like possibly cover this spread. They took that lead, and I was like, holy shit. Like, there's no way the Bulls are going to get blown out like this. And then it was just step by step. They just like came back. I was like, oh I mean, my Levine, God. Levine dude. took over. That was insane. I mean, Siakam, they missed like 18 free throws. It was because DeMar DeRozan's yeah. daughter was just screaming her lungs <laughs> what off. What are your thoughts on that? I love it, dude. You love that? That's her dad. It's her yeah. dad's team. Yeah. If it was like a random fan, I'd be like, you need to like be banned from every NBA stadium across America. But it's like her it's like her dad. You know, she's rooting for her dad. That's so much deeper than like, you know, a fucking Bulls fan or a Raptors <laughs> fan. Like that's literally her dad. Like think about if your dad was doing something and you were rooting for him, like you'd be going nuts if you're yeah. a little kid. Like she's a little kid. She doesn't know any better. She doesn't think that's like annoying. Do you think that actually was the reason they were missing so many free throws? Dude, a hundred percent. There's nothing more jarring than a little girl's scream. <laughs> like you think about it when you're like when you're on like a roller coaster and it goes down and there's like a little girl and she screams like you do you auto jump or if you're like out in public and like kids are fucking around and like a girl screams you're like holy shit like there's nothing more jarring than like that high pitched scream that like a little kid can produce so 100% dude you're at that line you're about to shoot and you're like ah! you'd be like oh fuck dude like yeah, 100% and then, and you could hear it through the TV dude it's crazy no it's nuts so loud it's nuts I love it though you know she helped her dad out fuck him 
I mean, if I'm sitting there, sitting next to her. Oh, I'd want to literally throw myself off the roof. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's brutal. If I was sitting there, yeah. I'd literally As a Raptors like, fan sitting there listening to that shit, and your team's missing these fucking free throws. Yeah, I'd be like, can we? Maybe not with the yelling. Maybe not with the yelling. But no, yeah, if I was in that scenario, I'd be like, all right, I'm going to throw I'm myself off. I'm kind of shocked they didn't do anything about it. Being I mean, what in, can you do? in Toronto. What can you do? I don't know. Ma'am, you have to stop doing that. Doing what? <laughs> She's screaming for free throws. Like, uh, if the, when they make the free throw, the whole stadium goes nuts. So it's like, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know, though, you know. She I, can't go to the next game, though. So are the Bulls going to get blown out against the Heat? <laughs> Which, by the way, I bet on that Heat game. That team fucking sucks, sucks. dude. Dude, I've lost both surgical sixes the past two days. It went five of six. Heat sold the first one. Raptors sold the second one. I mean, that Heat game was embarrassing, dude. I took the Heat minus, I think it was five and a half, or I took the Heat money line in my parlay, which didn't matter because I also had the Braves one as one and a half, and they sold in the last inning. But, dude, that Heat team is bad. They got out-rebounded by 20 fucking rebounds, dude, to the Hawks. I get Clint Capello's great, but, like, you have Bam Adebayo. Like, what's going on? Literally out-rebounded by 20, and... The Hawks had like something 29 something offensive rebounds. What are we doing? I don't know, dude. I, what I, are we doing? I hate the Heat. I hate betting on them. They're just a gross team. Dude. Like, so now they have to play Toronto, right? Yeah. Uh, no, Toronto's done. So who plays? The Heat play the Bulls, right? Do the Heat play? Yeah, you're right. The Heat played the Bulls. Yeah. Dude. Gross series. That's disgusting. Gross or gross game. That's so gross. Heat Do they have a spread for that? Uh, yeah, it's up. I'll tell you in a sec. It's the five and a half. Bulls heat heat are favored by five and a half. Thunder. The T heat are favored. Yeah, minus two hundred five on the money line. T Wolves minus five. Thunder plus five. They're just not good. They're no. just not good. Like they. One, they have no debt. Now that I'm like looking at this Heat roster, I looked at it before the Hawks game, and I was like, well, the Hawks are fucking so hot and cold that like Trey Young could probably go 0 for 9 tonight, and DeJounte Murray's just not great. The Hawks just happen to come out unconscious. But regardless of that, the Heat really have nobody, dude. Like Kyle Lowry is good for like one game. I don't remember the last time he had, like he had 31 against the Hawks, and it didn't even look like he was playing. Like I was so <laughs> confused how he got 31. Like Tyler Hero's great. Outside of those guys, there's no depth. Yeah, you got Martin. I think it's like Caleb or Cody. I forget which one is on the Heat. He's jocking like they really Caleb. have nobody, dude. That's like impressive to come off the bench to be like, oh, here we go. Like the Heat second unit's gonna be great. It's like there's no way. Like the Bulls, <laughs> I, I would take the Bulls plus five and a half. Yeah, I mean it's not a bad bet considering every single underdog has covered the spread in this uh, in the play-in tournament. It's classic. <laughs> every dog. It's literally so. All classic. four of them. And three of them won outright. And this, this is the thing. This is the thing that I talk about too, because I was talking about this yesterday or two days ago when I did the um, double or nothing with the Kavner twins, and I made that parlay, and I was like, the Braves minus one and a half in the Heat money line. If I came out on social media and I went, the Reds plus one and a half and Hawks money line at plus chicken, I would have gotten buried. <laughs> like, there's a double standard. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if I came out with that as the two teamer, even though it would have ended up hitting, I would have looked like a genie and a genius, but. How toxic gambling, like, social media sometimes. And if I came out with that parlay, 
it would have almost been worse than if I took Heat Braves minus one and a half and full faded. <sighs> if I was like the Reds plus one and a half, I mean, yeah. and the Hawks, people would be like, "Dude, are you an idiot?" That's the grossest lay ever. Like, what are you doing? You what know what I mean? Gross pays. Yeah, gross pays. I guess, but it does. You know, I mean, I would never do that. The though. Braves are also the new Dodgers. They're unbelievable. They're great, but they but don't cover t- one and a half. Take them by two, and some fluke shit happens. It's burned. It's been burning us all week. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out like who my wagons are going to be. The Braves are a wagon. The Rays are a wagon. The Rays are unbelievable. Astros and Dodgers no longer. I can't trust them. Yeah, they'll lose. The Astros will lose seven one one night to the Pirates and then beat them eight nothing the next night. The Dodgers I just don't trust at all until they get hot. They're starting. To get They're hot. starting to get a little hot. Yeah. I know. The Padres I still don't trust. It yeah. makes every time I look at that lineup I go, who beats this team? Yeah. And they somehow lose by like seventy runs. So like that <laughs> makes no sense. But the Braves and Raves are really like the only teams right now that I trust on a consistent basis to be like, all right, I'll get the job done. Yep. Ra- this Rays game starts in a few minutes. I've I the one time I've been on the Rays, uh, I took a minus one and a half was their first game. You know, like we talked about last podcast, mm-hmm. they didn't cover. And so I took a couple of days off. And I'm running. Well, tell back. them how they didn't cover because that's the funniest part. I mean, it was one nothing. <laughs> one solo shot in the eighth inning did it for the Rays. They have won all of their games by more than one run, except the game that I had minus one and a half. And going into that game where Trent bet minus one and a half, they were averaging eight runs a game. <laughs> you just you can't make it up, dude. And they were playing a Red Sox team that literally has no pitching. None. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see how it goes today. Hey, man, it better you know? it better come through. I can't wait to see him lose outright, but we'll I think see. you got it in you. We'll see. So when do these playing games happen? I haven't been able to look at the schedule. The play-ins, no NBA on. Is uh, it this weekend? Because if it's this weekend, we should probably do Friday. A little... Friday. It's tomorrow. It's tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, so let's talk it, about the games. Be airing a bit. on Friday. Yeah. Let's talk about the games a little bit. Um, we'll talk about the playing games. I also think you know the the play-ins a little bit. I was having this conversation last night. The play-ins are a little misleading to how um, how bad these teams are. None of these teams are going to go on a playoff run. I'm sorry. But th- these are the teams that are going to get like their shit punched in, and then we're going to be like, oh, fuck, like the NBA. Like yeah. There's some really good teams out there. But when you watch these games, you're like, oh, my God, the Lakers. Oh, my God, the Lakers are going deep. Dude, the Lakers are going to get swept. Like I fully believe the Lakers are going to get swept. To the Grizzlies. Well, maybe not the Grizzlies, but at some point in this playoffs, if they get by the Grizzlies, they're going to get swept. Uh, I mean, I, I hope they beat the, the Timberwolves without Gobert, and they had to rely on Schroeder. <laughs> that was a dagger clutch three. But then also, like Anthony Davis, what are we doing here, man? I hope they beat the shit out of the Grizzlies. Me too. Though. I mean, obviously, yes. I would love for them to beat the dog shit out of the Grizzlies. That would make me so happy. But this Laker team is not going to do what you think they're going to do. What are your takes on the Suns-Clippers series that's a great series. I cannot wait to is watch Is Paul that. George healthy? Because think about it, What's crazy is either Kawhi is going to go on his fourth season with the Clippers without ever seeing the Western Conference Finals. Which or, is shocking. Which is shocking. Or the super team and the Suns with Durant, you know, Booker, goes down. goes down in the first round. And we're going to see one of those two things happen. And the more shocking thing is Kawhi, because when he left Toronto, he left with a championship with a team that no one thought he was going to win with, yeah. beating teams that he had no business beating. And it was like, oh, now he's going to L.A.? Like, they're getting Paul George. They're getting fucking... And it's like, dude, it's almost been worse. He should have just stayed in Toronto with that core. I don't know, dude. I think it... If Paul Is Paul George healthy? Is he going to play? Or is that knee still bugging? I don't know. I don't know what his status is. If Paul is. George doesn't play, they probably lose in five. 
All I know is that I'm rooting on the on the Clippers' downfall, considering we fleeced them in that trade for Paul George. It's crazy to think that we're even in the playoffs with the Clippers right now. Or and you have playing. four first round picks next year, dude. We've got we've got first round picks. You up have four. The We've got four first-round picks for the next, like, four years. Like, that's gross. That's insane, dude. But you know what? That's, that's, like, a good case study for teams that have these superstars that don't work out. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're the Nets and you have Harden, Kyrie, and KD, you should be setting your friend. There's no, there is no harm. Obviously, I think in this generation, we have a real problem with instant gratification. You want it now, and, you, and if you have to wait, it's fucking so annoying. There is no problem in professional sports in taking the long route and the long game. The Thunder are going to take the long game, and they're setting themselves up for a dynasty that could last two decades if they draft correctly. Mm -hmm. Teams like the Nets, you go all in to win now, and you get these three studs. When you realize it's not working, there is no problem in blowing it up and doing what the Thunder did and going, we're just going to go get draft capital. Do what the Utah Jazz did. But Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert aren't going to work. Let's take the best trade for Rudy Gobert. Four fucking first-round picks. Let's get rid of Donovan Mitchell and make sure we get something back. The Nets never do it correctly. They're like, all right, this didn't work. Uh, let's try to pivot. Maybe we'll get Mikhail Burgess, Cameron Johnson. Then we'll try to go get a stud in free agency. Like, there's no problem in playing the long game because organizations that play that long game, like the Thunder and the Jazz, are going to end up setting themselves up for dynasties if they do it correctly. Yeah, right? agreed. So, I mean, I love that the Thunder are here, and they drafted perfectly. They got a lot of shit when they drafted Josh Giddy. Everyone and their mother yep. wishes they had a Josh Giddy now. Yep. Um, they looked like... I mean, I, in, at the time, thought they looked like geniuses when they went and got Shea Gill just because he was a fucking stud, stud. dude. And everyone was kind of like, SGA? Like, why would you give up Paul George for SGA? Like, that doesn't really make sense. SGA's turned out to be a guy that I think every organization right now would go, We would, I would trade Devin Booker from the Suns or Shea Gill just right now. I think Shea Gill just is probably a top 10 player in the NBA right he now. Is, it's not even close. Maybe question, top five. Without honestly. question, top 10. Like, honestly, top five. I, I could have the argument with someone about how, him being top five. Yeah. Um, he's disgusting. And then you, you draft guys like Lou Dort, who you just, you saw the defense, and then you go, we can develop the scoring, and they developed his scoring perfectly. They got guys like Trey Mann that could come off the bench and give him 20 out of Florida that you draft in the second round yep. or late first. They got like, a, a you know vet six-man in, in Isaiah Joe hitting yeah. threes when you need them. Like, they're just putting together the perfect roster now and even when they got rid of Chris Paul and Dennis Schroeder like they got things back for that that were like really crucial they didn't pick up big contracts there was no there was never an air of oh we made the playoffs with Chris Paul and Dennis Schroeder like let's fucking let's go in now 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 it was like yeah. well Chris Paul is fucking old as shit we'll let him go to Phoenix and we're not going to pay Dennis Schroeder what he's asking to get paid so we're exactly. not doing that it's like let's just keep building and I think that that's lost on a lot of teams in the NBA right now you see everyone in their mother even the Mavericks dude you got Luca. he's only 24 build around him yep. in the long game you don't have to like fucking offload guys every year to be like we're gonna get you a championship now like be able to have that conversation no but i mean dude i don't know what's gonna happen i don't know what's gonna happen i mean who do you think wins who do you think wins that t wolf thunder game thunder really yeah i would take if i'm betting right now i'm taking the thunder plus five and i'm taking the bulls plus five and a half i'll just go with the dogs yeah. it's like march madness yeah, no, I don't. I mean, it's not. They're not bad bets. Will the trends continue with the dogs? I hope so. But I think honestly, the only game where I would worry about losing the spread would be that Thunder game for the reason you said in, in the rebounding. That would be a, that's a concern for me, I guess, a little bit for that one. Yeah, I mean, I said it on the last podcast. I said Valanciunas rebounds is probably free. Shit was air. Well, yeah. who would you bet on these games then? I mean, Gobert, Gobert rebounds, or who would I bet in the games? Like, yeah, like well, spread wise, who would you take? 
I'm going to obviously be on the Thunder. Money line plus five. Square, or, uh, that's a hard bet. Not anything to do with analysis, research, matchups, anything. I mean, I'm a diehard Thunder fan, so I'm riding. But Bulls, Heat. Dude, fuck this game. I'm going to take the dog, I guess. I mean, five and a half. Yeah, I'm going to take the no, Bulls. It's not a bad bet. I don't think it's a bad bet at all. I hate all, both dude. teams. Like, literally, I hate both fucking teams. I don't really like Eastern Conference basketball, to be honest with you. You're just a West Coast guy. I am. I am. But the East Coast is, like, gritty. The West Coast is, like, smooth. <laughs> I think that's why. That's uh, why I get shit on on Twitter all the time, because I take, like, a hard stance. And I'm just like, yeah, fuck you, dude. <laughs> West Coast people are like, hey, man, why don't we just, like, think about it for a minute? It would be so crazy, though, to see what the T-Wolves gave up for Gobert and to put this team together. Just to not even make the play-in game, or to make the postseason. I mean, that would just be that would like be insane, hysterical. Dude. Going up against this team that had no business, they had zero point one percent chance to make the playoffs. The Thunder before the season, zero point one percent. Do you hear that, Dallas? <laughs> yeah. Do you hear that, Mavericks? Mark Cuban. Sorry, go ahead. That's it's just crazy. So I mean, they play with so much heart, you know. No, I love them and uh, heart. Hard is sometimes what it takes. They're you know? excellently coached. Yeah, and you got the T Wolves who are like kind of in piss right now in shambles, and you know who knows what Gobert is going to be like when he comes back. And I think you made a great point too. They have guys that are okay taking step backs when they need to. Like yeah. Shea knows he doesn't have to dominate the game the entire time. Dude, for real. Like people were bitching about his over points last night with in the early in the third quarter because he just wasn't shooting the ball. He was passing. Like he literally wasn't shooting. We also had his over field goal attempts. And that was looking cake because he wasn't shooting. And he was letting other players, you know, get their minutes, get their shots up, get comfortable. And he was more of a facilitator for a bit. And then I'm like, guys, promise. Like, with three minutes left in the game, the ball is going to be in nobody else's hands but Shea's. And sure enough, drops like 10 points in three minutes. Got hooked on his points. But he just knows when to take over and when to step back. He's also kind of got that microwave personality where it's like he doesn't need to shoot for five minutes and he'll make his next three. You yeah. know what I mean? Where it's like he never really cools down and he's got that. He's also got, I think, one of the best mentals in the NBA where he never looks bothered. Yeah. He also he's just has like the best just drip. Drip. Unreal. Dude. Unreal drip. Just like always looks steezy. Yeah. Like even if it's one dread hanging out the fucking headband <laughs> or if it's fucking like the one leg sleeve. Like he's just always got something up yeah. his sleeve. Um all right, well, we can we have the opportunity to make a sneak nuke. Unfortunately, it doesn't look like they have any of the Thunder props up. That's tough. So I'll give you my two-piece gobbler for the Heat Bulls game, and then maybe on Twitter you can post your Thunder plays tomorrow. But I'm going to take Jimmy Butler, more than his points, rebounds, and assists at 39.5, and, and I'm going to take Vucevic rebounds at 10.5. Okay. 100 pace three. That's my like two-piece that. for that I game. I like that. And I'm taking it, and I'm, I'm shipping it. So we got no Thunder props. No Thunder right? props. Okay. No thunder props. So just a two-piece gob? Two-piece gob for me, yeah. Oh, but we can actually make a sneak duke for the Saturday playoff game because yeah. they have all those on. Do you want to do that? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Wow, we got This is a sneak nuke presented by Prize Pick. Then we're going to get to the common W and the cake report. Um, let's, let's cook here. Let's go one prop from each game. Okay. Down. You want to take the West Coast? I'll take the East Coast? Sure. Okay, word. Mm, Devin Booker over points looks fucking delicious. All right, so right now, no Paul George prop, so I assume he's not going to be playing with that yeah, knee. Yeah, he ain't playing. With that knee, with that knee, with that knee. All right, here we go. 
Alright, the Hawks are playing Boston, eh, you say? Jason Tatum puts 40 on their head first game. And then you're telling me Cleveland is playing New York. New York is playing very well. And I'm going to go ahead. Cooking, cooking. Yeah, I feel like I'm literally in the lab. I think I've got it. I think I've got it too. Um, oh, yeah. I've got it. No, I've actually got it. No, like I've got it. You've got it? Yeah, this is air. Oh, what? I didn't see that though. All right, well, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna talk everyone through what I'm doing right now. Um, I got it. I got it. It's going to be Jason Tatum points because after watching the Hawks play the Heat, like the Hawks really aren't that good and there's no one that matches up against Jason Tatum. Like the Hawks have two really great one-two guards and Trey and DeJounte, but I don't know who. Like Sadiq Bey is not going to be able to guard fucking Jason Tatum in the playoffs. Like this is a Celtics revenge tour. They want to make the finals. You do that by beating the dog shit out of the teams like the Hawks and being like, yeah, we're here. Like we're ready to go to the second round already. So I like it. Jason Tatum, 30 and a half points. Also, Cleveland. Darius Garland, 28.5 points and assists. I think you're going to see probably um, Donovan Mitchell put up a big game, but as we saw last year, Darius Garland loves the moment, loves to step up. I think there's going to be, I think he's going to be dishing the rock a lot, and he always knows how to get his. So, you know, a double double, he's covering. I think he could get that. Okay. Especially against the Knicks. I've got. Without Julius Randle. So, one, one more time, say the two. Jason Tatum points and Darius Garland points and assists. Okay. I'm going to go with uh, De'Aaron Fox assists. Okay. This is a wagon. Um, I think in a high-paced game, high total, uh, he's going to be facilitating. And he, he's been hitting this number all season long. It's been one of my wagons. Uh, so I'm going to stay true to it and go with Fox over assists. And for my second leg, how do we not take Durant over points? I think we take Durant over points. I still just don't know how that dynamic's gonna work in the playoffs yet. Like, is is Durant gonna be okay with being like, you know what, Devin, just go get yours, man? One of them's gonna go over every game. Yeah, but I'm cool taking Durant. Let's take Durant, dude. I'm yeah, confident. And they're playing the Clippers. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Game one. Word. Game one. Super goats. Fox assists. Durant points. Tatum points. And Garland points and assists. Tatum points and Garland. Or maybe I don't want to do Garland because the Knicks are such a good defensive team. Garland's a wag, though. I don't mind it. I know. I don't mind it either. But maybe just go like... Maybe just assists. Two points, two assists. I like that. Maybe just assists. We got yeah, two I wouldn't points, hate two that assists, either, both, dude. Both dishers of the rock and both bucket getters. Uh, let me just see what his assists are at because if it's too high... Seven and a half. And he's been he's been getting double-doubles. <sighs> I don't hate it, dude. This is a pretty surgical... Yeah, but six, nine, five, eight. He's only hit that in two of the last five, and now we're in playoff time. They might be like, yo, we need to go get some points. No, I'm sticking with points and assists. Sticking with points and assists, Darius Garland, points and assists. Okay. 200 pays two grand. The sneak nuke presented by Prize Picks is as followed for the Saturday NBA slate. I got Jason Tatum more than his points. I got Darius Garland more than his points and assists. I've got De'Aaron Fox assists and Kevin Durant points. That's all more than 200 pays two grand. I just placed the entry. Let's, let's ride. It's happening. Um, all right. We've got the cake report, the common W. Let's start with the cake report. Something this week that didn't go your way either in your personal life or 
your betting life, whatever it may be, the cake report is, you know, just a little venting hour. Um, you know, I guess I'll start my cake report. I took a legacy shot at the Kavanagh twins and literally sold both parlays. And then the following day went six and one on my plays. So you can't make that shit up. Um, it was almost like the universe was like, hey man, you're not there yet. So I'll eat that one, but I'm not going to lie. It was really, really hard to fall asleep on Wednesday night. <laughs> really hard. Because if it hit the TikTok I was going to make, dude, I was going to put a full suit on, tie, and have like a little plate and be like, and a little cloche and take the cloche off and be like, invite to Nobu. It probably would have went nuts on TikTok. <laughs> so that was also why it was tough. This. Yeah. Pain. That's a cake report. You know, sometimes that shit happens. My cake report would be... Um, rough outing for Mr. Blake Snell yesterday. Ouch. Really hurt. Was really banking on this. Uh, mm. I nuked, put a rack on this two piece. SGA points, Snell K's. They both get hooked. SGA finishes with 32, his line was 32 and a half. And Snell, who had so many two strike counts, finishes with five K's and his line was five and a half. It is Lodolo Day at the time of filming. Though, it so is could Lodolo, get it all back. Day, Lodolo so We day. could get the vibes back up. Um, Nick Lodolo on the bump. Nothing better. Nothing better. But now Snell got shelled. Yeah. Not ideal. So he's, he's not on pace right now to hit his K. He's not loving it. He's had two rough road, back-to-back road starts. So hopefully when he comes back home. Yeah, we need to get him back in the bay. Got to get him back back home so we can get this K's up. But yeah, that one that one hurt. That one really hurt. Yeah, no, I knew, I knew that one hurt. I saw that one. That one that hurt. <laughs> um, Nick, Kickport. Uh, there's a lot of cake this week, but uh, including the camera just dying right here. That, that's 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 great. That's, the mm, that's good. That's Starting great. off hot. Starting off hot. We cake report. I went on a date Friday, but there will not be a second date. So that's a little cake. A little cake. And my car got hit in the parking lot of the uh, grocery store yesterday. No way. Yeah. A little side swipe. A little, wow. a little you know, not bad, but. And they just mm. dipped? I guess I just saw it when I was pulling in the pulling in the driveway. No way, dude! dude Nick just getting buried. buried. Just cake everywhere. <laughs> oh my lord! Not laughing at you, but tough scenes, um, tough scenes, tough scenes. I would love to know more about the date, but I feel like I'm the kind of guy that that gives his dirty laundry out, so you don't have oh, to. But it, that's I mean, tough. It was fine. We went to the puttery over here in uh, in Frisco. What is the puttery? It's like a little putt putt place. Okay, so that was fun. But putt putt's always a good first date. Yeah, you know, we vibed, but it just didn't really. Didn't, didn't really see a second date in the future. So I'll say this. Um, one of my buddy's dads was talking to me about this, and he was like, you guys do it all wrong in your generation. Your first date should either be a drink at a bar where you sit at the bar or a coffee. Because he goes, after one drink, you can go, you know what? I actually got to jump really quick. Like, I got to get out of here. I just wanted to really, I was really looking forward to meet you over one drink. Keep it quick or a coffee. By the time you finish the coffee, you be like, hey, I got to go to work. It was really nice meeting you. Like, let's keep in touch. So like, you never want to spend too much time on the first date because you just want to gut check. He was like, the, the first date is the gut check, man. That's what you want to do. He was like, because one, let's say you go to drink and you get the beer, right? You have that first beer. You guys are laughing. You're having a great time. It's so easy to go. You know, can, I actually, can we actually get another beer? Do you want another round? Because then she can get out, you can get out. It's a whole other process of getting the round. At the coffee, you have the coffee, you be like, wow, this was really great. Maybe we should get dinner tonight. Or maybe, you know, let's go for drinks tonight if you're around. Opposed to? Opposed to, 
not using Nick's as an example, but the puttery. That's 18 holes, man. There's no getting <laughs> it out. It was nine, and it was quick, and then it was drink. So it was really more like but the, But this is what I'm saying. Like, yeah. there's no out there, you know? Yeah, like, there you can't, there's, no, there's no fifth hole hot dog cart where she can be like, you know what? I got to jump. Or even, <laughs> or even dinner, which I've done, which I, should never oh, be never, a good idea for a first date is dinner. Because now you're sitting there. You've got three courses, dude. By the dinner, you might hate each other. And you're like, well, I'm staying for dessert. So, you know, you either stay or you get out of here. That's a good point. But, like, it, it should always be in and out, I feel. It should be real quick. Like, he got so mad at me because um, it was, like, my junior year of college over the summer, and we were going out down the shore, and I met this girl, had like, a blonde bob, which is, like, my kryptonite, I think, now. <laughs> well, blonde anything, but the blonde, blonde bob just murders me. <laughs> like, the bleach blonde bob, I mean, you put me in a coffin. But I was like, yo, I met my wife. Cause like we're really close with like his parents and I was like, I met my wife last night and he was like, did you get her number? I was like, yeah. And I was like, I was thinking maybe like I asked her to like get lunch today or like maybe like a dinner or something like that. And he was like, would you, you know, your generation, man, you're getting it all wrong. Tell her you're going to the bar tonight or tell her you're going to a happy hour and invite her out. And I was like, all right, ended up doing it. It worked. You know, obviously we didn't date because I was going back to college, but you know, for the summer we like hung out a bunch. So that was cool. Obviously. But yeah, got to keep it, got to keep it, uh, got to keep it close. I feel like even yeah. when I came out here, my first date I went on in Dallas was a bar crawl. That's which, a whole day. You know, it just didn't end up. Yeah. Yeah. That's a whole day venture. Yeah. But then it ended up like going to this club and then there was an argument. <laughs> this ended up being that four, get up a whole four months of just, a, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, but, we now have the common W, so we move from the cake report to some wins in the common W of the week. The common W is something that went right in your personal life or went right in your betting life this week. Um, you know, right in my personal life, call me a loser, call me whatever. The Kavanaugh twins had a conversation about me. You know, uh, they saw what I look like. You know, as that's much as that sounds like a loser take, like. At the end of the day, that's kind of hysterical. You know, this kid that started a betting account, Mikey Over, like that, there was a conversation had. On top of that, um, had a great day of betting on Wednesday. Went 6-1. and one. That felt good after being like 0-5 to start the week. There you go. Um, and then on top of that, just got three of the most attractive matches I've ever gotten on Hinge. So, you know, not going to work out. We all know that. But it, you just you feel that confidence in the moment, you know, where I'm like, oh. I might got it. Let's go. Yeah. That's huge. Common W. Uh, I mean, biggest dub I've had in a while. Finally taking a plus chicky straight bet on OKC last night. <laughs> Massive. Uh, felt like, you know, finally saw some green. Of course, my favorite team, so that helps too. But um, big W. That was the biggest game for Thunder fans in a couple years. So it's good to be back, you know, in meaningful basketball here in, in April. Let's so, go. Common W. Huge dub. Let's go. Yeah. Nick? Uh, big dubs this week. Found out my boy is having a baby. So that's Here big, big dub. Shout out Weber and, uh, and his wife, Laura. And then uh, another common W. All right. So this is, this is I was coming back from, I don't know what I was doing this weekend. Everyone was gone. Okay. So I was cleaning the garage out. And night before, I'd locked all the doors. And so I had the garage door propped open. And I was moving the cars out to, to sweep out the garage. Door, door shuts. I don't have a key. It, this is Easter Sunday, by the way. So there is nobody at the HOA office. Locksmith closed. No one was coming home till like six o'clock that night. Uh oh. I'm in a I'm in a pickle. Okay. So I'm I'm in the backyard trying to figure out. I was trying to pick a lock. I was trying to determine if I could break into the house. 
And little did I know, I was like, I wonder if there's a window that's open. I wonder if there's any windows that I may have opened. And sure as shit, the window to the right of me here, I have opened before. And, you know, I guess my dumb ass just left it unlocked. Popped the screen out, opened the window, walked right in. Wow. Wait, I'm confused. How did the house lock up? I was, I had locked all the doors. And so the door handle of the garage was locked, but you can still open it from the inside. And it locks from the outside. So didn't have a key or anything. All the front doors locked, garage are closed. Oh, idiot, dude. Back door is locked. Yeah. Sticky situation. I could have got us in that one time, though, when we came home and we're locked out of the oh house. My. I could have got us in through that. Damn. I was about to climb on the roof and try to go to Chelly's window to see if I could open yeah. that or but, sit outside for four But hours. then he got inside, empty house, and had a world-ending spank. So now I know how to, so now I know how to break into the house. So, I'm just kidding. That's good. Cool. That's a huge dub. We need that. Congrats to Weber on the baby. That yep. sounds huge. Yep. Um, do we know if it's a boy or girl? Are we allowed no, to? No, they're not finding out. They're going to know. Uh, they have a girl name and they have a boy name. What's your take on that? I want to know. I got to know what's coming out of the chamber. So you don't know until it comes out? Yeah, no, they don't. They don't know. They don't want to know until the... I got to know. I guess when they're doing the... Uh, what, I think it's kind of... What do you call it when you get the pictures and stuff? You know, the... Fucking... Uh, ultrasound? Ultrasound. Thank you. Yeah. Well, that's like, different. They're waiting until the ultrasound or they're waiting until the baby no, no, comes no, out? No, they're waiting until the baby comes out. So Holy that's what I'm saying. They're going to hide the ultrasound so you can't tell whether it's i kind of like that i like surprises so i, I mean dude I'm, i can't even go two minutes without checking like my props you think i can go fucking six months without knowing the gender <laughs> of my baby I, I just gotta know i gotta know because i gotta like prep either way you know it's excitement both ways but i gotta know Mike and his like, wife are gonna decide not to know and he's gonna go behind the back to the doctor and yeah, the, so how do you envelope. like prepare how do you get the room ready yeah you go like neutral colors going neutral saying. colors yeah like i gotta yeah. know dude i gotta know Am I putting like a soft pink? Am I going blue? What's a neutral color. Green. Green a lot of the time people do. So they they'll bring like green. a green onesie and stuff like that. Green and yellow. Interesting. Yeah. No, I can't. I got to know. I <laughs> no. got to know. Because then you're like, okay, we got a boy name. We got a girl name. Yeah, even that. I, totally, I didn't even think about that. But you might already be married to the boy name more or the girl name more. And then a boy comes out and you're like, I actually like don't love Trevor. <laughs> You know, like well, you maybe, figure that out. yeah, maybe we should have more of a, con- but I, that's why I got to know because there's just a lot of planning, you know, especially putting the room together. Like now Weber, you know, the baby comes out, they probably got a neutral baby room set up, but now he's going to have to set it up for a boy or now he's gonna have to set it up for a girl. You know, it just people buying you gifts, you know, the registry, yeah. you know, people are just shooting blind. Like I'll buy him a GI Joe and a Barbie. <laughs> what do they do with the GI Joe? You know, babies do week one of NFL season. So that's brutal. Yeah. That's tough, that man. That is tough, damn. Yeah. Baby might be coming out. His team might be selling. <laughs> yeah, Lions are going to be for sure selling. Yeah, just going to be in a bad mood. The baby Baby's comes crying. Out. Just Golf is <laughs> It's coming. Hold on. We're on the one. No, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I, I'd have to know. I'm so bad with stuff like that. I literally have to know. I'm so bad with stuff like that, that if I buy someone a birthday gift three months in advance, I always end up giving it to them the week I get it. Because I'm like, I just can't. I can't hold on to <laughs> Why it. Why you buying them three months in advance? Because I'm like, if I see something at the store and I'm like, oh, this would be perfect for Trent's birthday. And then I buy it. And then your birthday's like three months ago. Three months away, I'll be like, I got you. hey man, I got you for your birthday, but I just can't like contain myself and like hide it. My birthday's in two weeks. Yeah, we got to do something for Nick's birthday on the pod. Do like a little challenge. Yeah. 
He picks a parlay. We ride it. If it doesn't hit, we don't celebrate his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Could be as juiced as you want, Nick. Minus 300s, sure. man. Those always hit. Those pay. Those pay. Um, all right. Well, this has been another episode of TFM Bets live from the dojo. Remember, you can get this podcast wherever you get podcasts. That means Apple Podcasts. That means Spotify. That means YouTube. Make sure you like and subscribe. As always, Trent, tell me where they can find you. You can follow me on TikTok, Twitch, uh, Twitter, Instagram, at Book It With Trent, and follow the Twitch channel at Book It Sports, and tune into the surgical stream every weekday at 1 p.m. Central. Um, you can find me everywhere at Mikey Overs, except for on Instagram, it's michael.j.overs. Um, we really appreciate you guys, as always, and we will, in fact, be... We'll be seeing. Seeing. Appreciate you guys.